American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is the star. I always say tell you that Armed American Radio is not the end of your week, ladies and gentlemen around the country. It is the beginning of your week. Armed American Radio's monster cast here in these Car Firearms Group studios on this Sig Sauer microphone presented by X-Insurance starts what for me will be a very long week because I will be bringing you Armed American Radio's daily defense on Tuesday, Wednesday, and likely Thursday as well from the floor of the shooting, hunting, and outdoor trade show in Las Vegas, otherwise known as the SHOT Show. That trip is upon us again. Good heavens, it seems like yesterday we just packed up and left. It always does. So prepare for an exciting week. We've got a lot of guests already lined up and a lot of good things getting ready to happen. And, of course, today on Armed American Radio's MonsterCast, we have no shortage of news for you. Some of it good. A lot of it not good. Let's start with our first guest, the great Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation in beautiful Bellevue, Washington, soon to be on his way to Vegas as well. Mr. Gottlieb, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, Mark. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Boy, me too. It's going to be a long week, no question about it, but it's going to be a fun week, and it's going to be an incredibly informative week. Alan, let's, let me start with... A personal conversation you and I had the other day, I was really excited talking to you because the excitement in your voice, there's a lot, while we're hearing a lot of negative news out there, assault weapons ban, left going crazy, we talk about New York, we talk about Jersey, we talk about California, Washington State, Oregon uh, ballot measures, uh, assault weapons bans, Fourth Circuit, Delaware, New Jersey, but there's good things happening too, isn't there? What's, what's, I don't even know where to start with you, so I'm going to ask you to pick a topic, go for it. Yeah, I don't even know where to start either, but let me start with what affects maybe nationally, and that's the uh, ATF's final rule on arm braces. And we've been waiting for this rule to come down now for a significant amount of time. Uh, it's a horrible rule. The Biden administration is you know, doing anything they can to screw over gun ownership as, as much as possible. And for us, it's sort of uh, a breath of fresh air, believe it or not, because we filed in 2021 a lawsuit against ATF and the administration with regard to their uh, arm braces. And our uh, lawsuit forced them to reopen the comment period because they didn't, they didn't apply. They didn't really observe the uh, American Procedures Act. Uh, and uh, they had to reopen it and redo comments and redo everything and restalled it like, you know, two, you know, a couple, almost a couple of years here. Uh, and our case in court uh, was stayed by the judge with agreement from the Justice Department that until the final rule is out, we wouldn't move forward. Well, now the final rule is out and now we can move forward on our lawsuit and, you know, have it amended to the new language they've adopted as well. And so the Second Amendment Foundation is first on line, so to speak, to challenge in federal court the rule this ombre stuff. And I'm, I'm really kind of excited about it because I'm pretty sure we're going to win. And uh, now we can finally move forward after two years of going back and forth and getting stay after stay because the government couldn't get their act together. Uh, now we can take it on and challenge it. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the stabilizer brace ruling. And if you were listening to Armed American Radio's Daily Defense on Friday, you heard me say that I had a lot of homework to do on my one day off, which is Saturday. And that was a 291 page ruling issued by the ATF. I'm not going to give you all the gobbledygook in the 291 pages. I did go through it. What I want to do is give you four or five points. Number one, if you own this is what's happening now. If you own a stabilizer pistol brace for a lawfully owned a lawfully owned stabilizing pistol brace that you may have had for years on a lawfully owned AR-15 style pistol. You have four options, 120 days from Friday, and here they are. Turn in the entire firearm with the attached stabilizing brace to the ATF. Hear me on that. Turn in the entire firearm with the attached stabilizing brace to the ATF. Two, destroy the firearm. All right, do you hear that? Destroy the firearm that you've owned lawfully for years. Three, convert the short-barreled rifle into a long-barreled rifle. Now, that, if you're paying attention, means the pistol, according to the ATF, is no longer a pistol, but a rifle. Convert the short-barreled rifle into a long-barreled rifle. That's important because the NFA requires that to be a tax-stamped registered item now in their minds. And number four, permanently remove and dispose of or alter the stabilizing brace from the firearm so that it cannot be reattached. Alan, that's the basic gist of everything. Of course, there's a lot of nuance in there. But I'd like you to address those, if you would. I think you simplified it so people could sort of understand it without having to read hundreds of pages, so to speak. Uh, so you, you did very well, Mark. I'm not, I'm not going to change what you, a word you said. But I believe we're going to be able to get a, 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 a temporary restraining order or a preliminary injunction before that 120-day period is up is what my hope is. So this rule never really goes into effect. And nobody has to destroy the legally owned guns they've had or turn them in or pay taxes or whatever. And, Alan, I think it's important people understand that we're talking about millions of Americans, millions of Americans. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there is I say there's nuance in here. There is. Wait till you hear Russell Stewart, owner of Beverly Hills Guns, later in the broadcast today, as this new rule applies to California. He will give us the detail. If you live in California, you are double triple and quadruple whammied. We'll explain it. Alan, the one thing that jumps well, out well, at let me, me, let me... Let me let me stop you there, because I'm not going to the California. I won't steal a thunder from your other guests, but it's a similar situation in Connecticut. In Connecticut, it's a open ban. If you, had it, if you had the gun prior to the ban that was enacted, you could keep it. Uh, but with, when, when it becomes now the NFA-type weapon, yeah. uh, and, and it has to be registered, and, and the ones you had were registered before with Connecticut, now, quote-unquote, you're going to have to you know, destroy it and get rid of it in the state of Connecticut, no matter what. So Connecticut law, law will then kick in and make these things so-called assault weapons, even though they may not have been under the current law in Connecticut, they now will become assault weapons automatically. Yeah, and in addition to that, and you're not stealing thunder, I'm glad you pointed that out. In California, ladies and gentlemen, I'll just telegraph briefly for you what it means, and this is leading to my next question for Mr. Gottlieb, but in California, they do not recognize any NFA item at all. So the guns that the AFT, because that's what Joe Biden calls the ATF, is the AFT. That's why we oblige him and call it the AFT here on the show if you're new. They're requiring that gun to be registered, as you just heard. You cannot do that in California. 
So we're going to get into that later in the broadcast. But, Alan, the, the one thing that concerns me, all of it concerns me, but one more than anything else, was number three, and that is convert the short-barreled rifle into a long-barreled rifle. We have now heard from the AFT something that you and I have talked about and have feared for quite some time, and that's the AFT now changing the definition of a rifle from what it was previously known. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Fifth Circuit ruling as it applies to bump stocks. How can they do this in light of what was just found by the Fifth Circuit? They must know that this is going to be challenged likely on the same grounds. Am I right about that? Well, they definitely know it's going to be challenged. And the the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms Bureau does not have the authority to change definitions is written by the United States Congress. Uh, and they, they will lose this, but this is, again, a long, costly, drawn-out fight we're going to have. And this is what we're dealing with, with anti-gun people that either, one, uh, are stupid and don't know what firearms really are or how they operate, or two, they, you know, which is what my belief is, uh, is that they really just want to ban every gun they can get their hands on. <laughs> you are now <laughs> giving away where I'm going to go in the next segment with you, and that's we're going to move over to Illinois, Mr. Gottlieb, for really that reason, two reasons. One is the assault weapon ban that passed in Illinois, and when we come back from the break, I'm going to play you a clip from Governor Pritzker because you've also talked about it, and you and I have talked about it off air as well. The sheriffs in Illinois, 72 of them to be exact, have said, yeah, No. And we're going to go there with you in some detail. So we'll wait until we come from the break. So I'll set this up for you, ladies and gentlemen. In addition to that, an Illinois representative has also filed a bill to get rid of all semi-automatic guns, rifles, but not pistols, interestingly, by calling semi-automatic rifles assault rifles, lumping them in with quote-unquote machine guns. Alan, this is something you and I have talked about for quite some time, that the eventual change in the definition is what the AFT is trying to do here, and that is eventually change the definition of semi-automatic to automatic and use a bump stock to say, you know, it doesn't need a bump stock. Maybe we've been misclassifying these weapons all along, and it certainly looks like they're getting ready, or want to anyway, to head in that direction. When we come back with Mr. Gottlieb, we'll go into what's happening in Illinois, and we will play you a clip from the sheriff, well, excuse me, about the sheriffs who are refusing to enforce the new assault weapons ban in Illinois. You'll hear from Governor Pritzker that clip when we come back on Armed American Radio's MonsterCast. We're starting your week off with a bang, pun intended. Mr. Gottlieb will be here as long as we can keep him for this hour. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. 
It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure and to protect you. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey, who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic, and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com.
Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show indeed. I am Mark Walters in these Car Firearms Group studios with you today on this one very powerful Sig Sauer microphone. We have some new affiliates out there. You know who you are listening. We'll get to that in just a few minutes. All of this is presented to you every single day by X Insurance. We're talking to the great Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. Alan, welcome back. Good to be back with you. Okay, you were quoted. Let's move to Illinois. Great place to segue here. You were quoted in a Daily Caller piece, and the piece was headlined, Clear Violation, Illinois Sheriffs Refuse to Enforce New Restrictive Gun Law. And I love this when they give you the bottom line. They give you they they allow the story to close out with your your quote. Second Amendment Foundation plans to see Illinois in federal court. SAF Executive VP Alan Gottlieb told the Daily Caller, we will not allow this blatant attack on the right to keep and bear arms to go unchallenged. He said Pritzker's office, of course, did not respond, Alan, as as I'm sure you're aware, to the Daily Caller for a request for comment. Now, we have a clip from Pritzker that I want to play. I want you to hear. And then when we come back, I'm going to turn the mic over to you. Greg, let's run Pritzker's clip regarding the sheriffs that won't be enforcing this. Greg, go ahead. Several downstate sheriffs, a lot of the county boards have really come out pretty strong against the uh, the gun ban you just, the gun law you just signed. What What is your message to those people who kind of said, look, we might turn a blind eye to this thing? Well, the first thing I'd say is uh, they took an oath of office to uh, uphold the law. Uh, as law enforcement, that's their job, and I expect them to do that job. Uh, I, you know, you can have all the resolutions and declarations that you want. The reality is that the laws that are on the books, you don't get to choose which ones people are going to follow. Um, you know, if you don't like it, go petition for a change uh, in the legislation or in Springfield. Um, but as it is, you don't get to decide I'm going to drive 150 miles an hour on the highway and there should be no consequences. Um, and the same thing is true about carrying out the um, assault weapons ban and a ban on high capacity magazines and also switches that are changing regular guns into essentially machine guns or automatic weapons. So um, I think we did the right thing. It was a consensus. Um, There even was uh, a Republican vote for it um, and uh, an overwhelming support across the state of Illinois, including uh, in downstate Illinois for uh, this kind of a ban. Remember, nobody's guns are getting taken away from them. Um, There are plenty of other weapons that aren't covered at all by uh, this ban, and this ban is really focused on the same kinds of weapons that were uh, banned by the federal government uh, for 10 years, and we saw a significant downdraft in the number of people uh, who were shot and killed uh, as a result of the passage of that assault weapons ban. We expect the same thing to happen here in Illinois. Mr. Gottlieb, I'd like you to just take it away from what you heard. Oh, well, thank you. I love him talking about how sheriffs can't, took an oath of office to, you know, uh, uphold the law. They also took an oath of office, just like Pritzker did, to uphold the Constitution. And like it or not, our constitutional rights trump laws that get passed by legislatures that are unconstitutional. Uh, you know, I, I love him talking about you can't pick and choose. Well, what he did is he pick and choose what part of the Constitution he'd like to keep and what part he'd like to get rid of. And talk about if you don't like it, you need to you need to just change it. Well, then you should try and change the Constitution, not disobey it. 
and, and try and shred it. So if he ought to take his own advice. He's such a hypocrite. It's disgusting. Alan, you have quite, I, I don't know anybody that has the record that you do in suing Illinois politicians, in particular Chicago, but Illinois in general, into compliance with the Constitution. You've been wildly successful at the Second Amendment Foundation, and I'm, I'm proud to say we because I'm a life member and a longtime contributing member and, and on the board with the CCRKBA, and I'm very, very proud of our record there. I, I can only imagine how you feel. The well, let me blatant... Mark, let me, just, let me just address that real quickly. Go ahead, please. McDonald versus Chicago knocked out the Chicago handgun ban and incorporated the Second Amendment through the 14th Amendment so that we could bring all these lawsuits all over the country against Illinois, and we won. And then there was they, they went with the Ezel and said, okay, you could have a gun, they, and you know, they, and quote-unquote, but you have to have range training to, ha- to be able to have it. But they banned gun ranges. We sued on that, and we won. Uh, knocked that out in Illinois. And then they went and passed, you know, they said, okay, so you can have ranges, but here's all the restrictions on the ranges, which made it ineffective. You couldn't have a range because it wouldn't be economically feasible, or you couldn't put it in any place that you needed it. We knocked that law out as, be, as being unconstitutional. And then they had a ban on carry in the state of Illinois. You couldn't get, you couldn't legally carry concealed. Uh, and that was Moore versus Madigan. The Second Amendment Foundation found that, filed that suit and knocked out the ban on, on carrying firearms outside your home for self-protection in Illinois. And we're going to knock this suit, this one out too. The so-called assault and ban is going to bite the dust. And, it's, you know, and, and, and I can't wait to get this litigated to the court. We'll be following this case extremely shortly. Our, our briefs are, are written. Uh, we're just right, right now vetting our final plaintiffs, and we'll be following this one shortly. Now, again, I, I, we, we talk about this ad nauseum. I have to go back to this. It's the same in every state. It's the same in New York. It is the same common denominator, the same thread in New Jersey. It's the same thing from California. It's the same thing from Illinois. It's the same thing from Oregon and Washington, etc. What is it that Pritzker, and we'll focus on Pritzker now here particularly and specifically because we're talking about Illinois, what is it he's trying to accomplish here knowing that this is going to happen? Well, they're praying and hoping somehow they find a way to get around all the current Supreme Court decisions and make this thing legal. It isn't going to work. It's going to lose. They don't care. They hate guns. They hate gun ownership. They hate the Second Amendment. And they're not going to go away. And so we're just going to keep fighting and fighting and fighting, and we're going to ultimately win. Unfortunately, it takes time, and it takes money, and gun owners need to be a little patient so that it works through the court system. And it's hard to be patient when people are taking your rights away. I fully understand that, and I'm just as angry about it as the next gun owner is. But we're doing something about it, and eventually we are going to win. You know, I, I got to say, there's a couple things here. I was taking some notes down while you were while you were talking. Uh, two things come to mind. I'm going to go back to the AFT pistol brace for just a moment because they know it's coming as well. Yet they continue to push the issue. I wouldn't want to be one of those AFT agents in Vegas at SHOT Show this year. Uh, they were, are going to be inundated with questions. And I want to let you listeners know that I, uh, you have my word here. I am going to try with a recording and a, and a tape uh, and, a, and, a, and an interview when I go up to the ATF booth, AFT booth at SHOT. I'm going to try to get one of the agents on record about enforcement of this thing. And I dare I say I doubt I'm going to be able to do that. I don't think one of them will go on record 
even if it's anonymous. But, Alan, when we come back from the break, having said that, I want to pivot back again to Illinois because of the fact that we talk about they, that we know they want to take semi-automatic weapons away. And when we heard Pritzker and his, well, let's just say we heard Pritzker try to explain away his hatred of the Constitution, he condescendingly told us there are other guns that we can use. We don't have to use these guns because he said so. Meantime, there is a bill being filed in Illinois to do, in fact, take away all semi-automatic rifles altogether. Pritzker would likely sign it. We'll get Alan Gottlieb's thought on that when we come back. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, stays with us for another segment. We'll be back after this, guys. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain of ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 425- 
454-7012. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. of Reason on KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker, and you're tuned into the Armed American Radio Network. Now let's get back to the man himself, Mark Walters. Now let's get back to me. I am Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day in the Car Firearms Group studios on this huge monster cast on the Sig Sauer Platinum and very powerful microphone on hundreds of radio stations around the nation. I appreciate you tuning in with us. And all of this is brought to you every day by X Insurance. Please make it a point to visit all of our partners who make this discussion possible every single day. You can visit all of them at armedamericanradio.com. We need their support. We need your support. And that's how these conversations occur every day. Now in our 14th year, April 26th marks our 14th anniversary. April 27th marks the start of our 15th year. It's a remarkable run, and we continue to explode. We'll be announcing some new affiliates. I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee, up near State College, north of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, as well as about one or two others. We'll get to that later in the show. We stay with Mr. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation right now. Alan, first of all, a little pretentious of me. I didn't talk to you beforehand. I appreciate you sticking with us for another segment, possibly two, because we have a lot to cover with you today. So I'm just letting you know we're going to keep you as long as we can until you say, Mark, I got to go. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. Alan, welcome back, my friend. It's good to be here, Mark. We're talking about things that every gun owner in our country needs to know. And the first place they get it from is Armed American Radio. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much for supporting us and for being here every week, giving us your wit and wisdom. First, I want to make a correction, ladies and gentlemen. I mentioned it was an Illinois Democrat that is uh, introducing a ban on all semi-automatic rifles and shotguns. I want to stand corrected. Let me correct the record. It is a Massachusetts Democrat. It's all the same. It's a Democrat. And unfortunately, likely in Massachusetts, if this moves on, as our good friend Cam Edwards, who was on the show with us on Friday's Daily Defense, reminds us, yeah, it stands a likely chance of passing. Hear what we just said, a ban on all semi-automatic rifles and shotguns. Alan, this all ties together. So let's kind of put this all in perspective and then move on to I guess we were going to go to Delaware next if I'm not mistaken I've got so much to cover with you I'm losing track but doesn't this telegraph for us that they do in fact eventually want to take away all semi-automatic firearms the Democrats have made no bones about that lately and now we're beginning to see the realization of that by various Democrats across the country with support from the upper echelons of the AFT. This is frightening stuff, Alan. 
Yeah, I, you know, it's not something new. They've always had these positions, but they've usually, in the you know, past years, have tried to hide it a bit and try to sound a little bit more moderate, even though their agenda extreme and they they want to basically get rid of all firearms. I love the you know, in, in Illinois, uh, the governor uh, talked about how. Well, we can ban these because it's okay because there are other guns you could choose and have. Right. Uh, you know, well, you can't pick and choose. It's sort of like, you know, I get to read any book I want. You can't tell me which books I, ha- I can read and which books I can't read. Uh, but again, they, their legal theory is that since we're, we're banning some guns, but we're leaving some guns that you can still own, we haven't really affected your rights. And that argument doesn't sell. It doesn't work. It doesn't pass the test. And as we all know, commonly owned firearms have been protected by the Supreme Court decisions, and let's be candid about it. These so-called assault weapons are very commonly owned. I mean, there's millions and tens of millions of these in, in private hands by law-abiding citizens who use them to defend their, their lives, their family, their property, and for other legitimate legal sporting purposes. Alan, I'm glad you touched on that. Do we, we the there have been three Supreme Court cases now and in common use has been referenced more than once. Yet we haven't had a Supreme Court case that zones right in on that issue. And I'm hopeful and I think we're going to get one, particularly with the shenanigans being played by Pritzker and the nonsense going on in Massachusetts and assault weapons bans <laughs> elsewhere as the Democrats continue to push this issue. Will we, do you expect, as the head of the Second Amendment Foundation, that we get a case that goes and and literally hones right in on that aspect of common use at the time? Because we know there are over 25 million, according to the NSSF, modern sporting rifles, what they call assault weapons, in Americans' hands. That is clearly in common use. Will we see a Supreme Court case that zeroes in right on that? Well, first of all, I think we're pushing clean closer to 40 million now. That number climbs every single day. But, yeah, we're going to get it. And I think my prediction is the first we're going to get is the Maryland so-called assault weapon ban, because that one's already moving up the courts quicker. We're filing one, you know, we'll be filing one against Illinois because we want one there in every circuit no matter what. Uh, but there's no doubt that we are going to get one there, and it's going to become quicker than, than later. And the more they push this the kind of stuff, the more they force the Supreme Court to take a case and rule on it. All right. That's that's ladies and gentlemen, that's that's good to know coming from Mr. Gottlieb, who's got quite the track record in courtrooms across the country. Alan, let's move now to Delaware. You are quoted again in a daily a daily caller piece. And this piece, ladies and gentlemen, should you want to find it on your own? I'll give it to you now is gun rights group files lawsuit against Delaware's high capacity magazine ban. So we're very, very active out there in courtrooms around the country. And this Delaware, uh, this Delaware piece in the Daily Caller starts with this. The Second Amendment Foundation, SAF, a gun rights advocacy group, filed a lawsuit against Delaware's high capacity magazine ban Thursday evening, saying the law violates the Constitution, according to an SAF release obtained by the Daily Caller News Foundation, challenging Delaware's high capacity or we would call it standard magazine ban under Senate Bill SB6 and asks the court to pass a declaratory judgment that renders the law and all related regulations unconstitutional. Alan, take it away. Yeah, uh, actually, before I go specifically into Delaware, because you referenced the Daily Caller twice on two different stories you made this week, I'd just like to let let your listeners know we also made the... the, uh, uh, legacy media that normally is not reporting on gun rights at all. We've made Associated Press this week. We made the New York Times, the ABC News, the Washington Post. Uh, this is one of our record weeks for uh, 
media coverage by all forms of media that you know sometimes try to black us out a bit because we've been so active in lawsuits across the country this past week uh, that they, they couldn't ignore it anymore. And so the Delaware suit, uh, you know, they have a, they, right after the Bruin decision came out, they went and they passed a ban on you know standard capacity magazines that hold more than ten rounds. And as a result, we filed. We, we now got that suit filed as well in, in Delaware. We have other similar suits that are filed in other circuits. We're going to be piling them up in virtually every circuit in the country so that any place that passes these laws uh, are, are going to be attacked for it. And uh, eventually one of these laws is going to get to the Supreme Court. We're, we don't know which one for sure will end up getting there first, but we're going to make sure that, that quote, unquote, our firearm is loaded with ammunition to go after these gun laws. I love it. Now, staying with the legacy media, Alan just knew right where I was going to go with this. Uh, he has a tendency to figure me out from time to time live on the air. ABC News. Uh, and again, uh, Alan, I, I don't recall the last time we referred back to ABC or any of the legacy media covering your words. And, uh, and this is I have to say this. This is positive that they are as much as I can't stand them to see this type of coverage tells me something, as you just said previously. And in this one, ladies and gentlemen, ABC is, this is an ABC news piece, Supreme Court decision creates confusion over which firearm restrictions are constitutional. Now, Alan, it may be confusion to them. It's not to me. It's likely not to you. But the mere fact that ABC is covering this, the way they're covering it, tells me that we are making substantial headway here. Or am I just off base and they just needed something to cover that day? No, uh, it, it, it definitely is. They've recognized that we've got some temporary restraining orders that we, we won in court uh, on anti-gun laws that New York has passed post-Bruin. We've got just one that has temporary restraining order against New Jersey uh, in federal court for their, for their new anti-gun laws. They've seen some victories we've had in California and in Oregon as well. And so what's happening is now they're realizing their confusion is they're confused at why the courts are knocking these laws down. That's what they're confused about. They're not confused about the laws in general. They're just confused. How come all of a sudden our side is losing and losing and losing? That's because we're winning, winning and winning. All right. That, uh, that's a perfect place to end it. Alan, I'm going to let you go. I think I, did you have anything else that you wanted me to cover with you? We do have another segment. No, it's okay, Mark. You go on to the your next thing. Thank you for having me. I much appreciate it. Oh, thank you for being here, Alan. Always wonderful. I can't wait to see you uh, in a matter of hours, assuming everybody travels safely. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation in Bellevue, Washington. And that was a that was a plateful, ladies and gentlemen. But I got to tell you, when I have conversations off air with Mr. Gottlieb that are so positive, I really can't wait to sit here in this chair on this microphone in the Car Firearms Group studios, the Sig Sauer mic, all presented by X Insurance and to bring you what is really, truly great news, even though we have to fight these fights. As you heard Alan say, we are winning. Back to analyze it all right after this. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. 
As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man. The American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. That would be me, and that would be Mike Gallagher, by the way, whom I will be seeing in Vegas 
uh, I believe Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, who will be broadcasting the Mike Gallagher show from Radio Row in a booth right next to mine. And I'm looking forward to seeing both him and Dr. Sebastian Gorka. I, I believe Greg in Dallas will also be there, correct? As yeah. usual, both I, shows? Yep, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, that's great. So uh, we'll see if we can't finagle a slot on the show, and we'll see if we can't get Mike and uh, Dr. Gorka on the program with us as well. Uh, that would be an awful lot of fun, and both of them have obliged in the past. So, okay, guys, welcome back inside the Car Firearms Group studio. Six-hour Mike busting it out there. X Insurance presenting all of it. Greg down in Dallas, welcome in. Well, with Alan here, I didn't get a chance to say that earlier. It's great to have you here, and thanks for doing what you're doing there at the boards at the uh, Network Operations Center. We appreciate it. No, no problem, man. It's good to be here. I heard a wealth of information. I, did you sense the excitement in Alan's voice? Yeah, you I mean, def- I did. Yep. You could definitely hear it. And, uh, you know, there's some, there's some nights where you can tell that it's been a long week, and it's about to probably be a longer week. Uh, but you can definitely, uh, you know, tell that he is very excited about how things are going to hopefully play out in the upcoming court cases. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I sense that in his voice. And when I sense that from Alan, it just makes me feel warm and fuzzy. Hmm. When you when you play Pritzker in Illinois, it, it's almost mind boggling to hear what he has to say. Well, these sheriffs took an oath. So did you. And by the way, you forgot that part about the oath of upholding the Constitution. Yeah. And Alan's saying basically we're going to put them on their butt is basically what he said. And he is if I'm not mistaken, I heard him say he was confident in all of the cases we just discussed, or am I missing something? Is that what I heard? Uh, it sounded that way to me, and we know this won't be the end of it. And there there needs to be some repercussions for Pritzker. Pritzker. Um, I always want to call him something else, and I'm not going to on the air. Uh, but I always want to, uh, you know, want to see... I bet I know what it is, and I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I always want to see... Um, some kind of enforcement for their malfeasance of office and and their complete um, disregard for the Constitution. It almost seems like that you have to maintain your rights in a courtroom. You They can't just be assumed that these are untouchable uh, because it seems like all of these Democrats, they just want to always shred the Bill of Rights, and they are constantly talking about rights that are not in the Bill of Rights. And it's 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 curious to me, I would hope, that there would be enough sheriffs in the state of Illinois after these lawsuits are uh, resolved would be willing to meet with the good governor and then detain him. You know, I, one of the things that struck me about what Alan said about that, uh, let me go back to the number first. I mentioned earlier that there were 72 sheriffs on the record, 72 sheriffs in Illinois. Now, forgive me for not knowing what the county count is. In Illinois, but I do happen to know this number and I have had it confirmed that those 72 sheriffs represent approximately 30 percent of the state of Illinois constituents, 30 percent. Now, you think 72 sheriffs, 30 percent. Golly, how many sheriffs are there? Well, that depends on how many counties there are. One hundred two. One hundred and two counties. So obviously it's a population issue, right? You're talking about sheriffs. That tells me that you're talking about sheriffs refusing to enforce this in likely rural areas where the population obviously is gun owning. And once you get out of that hellhole of Cook County and you begin moving down state outside of Springfield, you're listening to the show Springfield Champaign. You're listening to the show Champaign. 
outside St. Louis over there in southern Illinois. When you get into these areas, you're talking about individuals who, like many in California, Washington, Oregon, New York, in all blue states, that feel my government in this state does not reflect the way I live my life. And now there are 72 sheriffs, you said, out of 102? It's 74 is what I'm seeing uh, being 74. Okay, that number is probably up. When I looked at it today doing uh, doing some prep, it was 72. And I would, look, when you've got 70, now 74, we'll, we'll take your number because it's a better number. I like it better. 38, 38 shy of the entire state. You're going to start seeing more sheriffs start to fall in line here and buck the system or what they believe is the system. Why? Because they have confidence from their compatriots. Wow. Who are, um, so you're likely going to see that 74. I would not be shocked if it were closer to 90 by the time this all shakes down. I was just about to say I'm seeing a recent article that's saying 80 sheriffs. Okay. So it is, it is increasing. And I expect to see that continue to increase. If you're listening in Illinois, you've heard this. Uh, you've danced this dance before. You've heard this song and dance for many, many years. And I want to remind you that it has been Mr. Gottlieb and the Second Amendment Foundation that have come in there and saved the day, particularly in Cook County, and sued Cook County and uh, Rahm Emanuel and Daly, et cetera, and, uh, you know, Lori Lighthead and the rest of this nonsense and now getting ready to go after the governor and the law that was signed. The problem that we have in the state of Illinois is when you vote blue, you live blue. And one thing that Pritzker was right about, and unfortunately he was right, this was legislation that passed both houses in Illinois and was signed by the governor. That's the way things work in this country. So therein lies the problem in these blue states where they have large majorities that are entrenched, and in Illinois it's a machine, in particularly Chicago, but not just Chicago, Springfield as well. And you, you vote blue, you live blue. And I know many people, many of you, there's a lot in the chat here that talk about Illinois. You know, there are still one of the chats in here. I think it was Mark in the chat reminded us there are still no gun shops in Chicago after the Azell case. These are all cases that were brought by Alan Gottlieb and the Second Amendment Foundation to sue them into compliance. And it's sad when you live in the state, the millions and Greg, it is millions of dollars that have been squandered and wasted taxpayer dollars. I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen, and not just Illinois, but most of the blue states that are anti-gun. Think of the money that has been wasted, particularly when they lose. That's your money, and that's what your representation is doing to you. Let me go back to the Massachusetts for just a moment. You know, you've got a guy in Massachusetts, a Massachusetts rep, that uh, Cam Edwards remind, uh, reminds us in a headline, Massachusetts Democrat, of course it's a Democrat, introduces ban on all semi-automatic rifles and shotguns. Listen to that headline. Now, this is what we've been telling you they want to do. And here is a headline right now today. Massachusetts Democrat introduces ban on all semi-automatic rifles and shotguns. All. Now, I can promise you that when Shannon Watts, who is retiring at Moms Demand Action, and they will support this. In the same breath that they tell you no one wants to take your guns. In the same breath that Pritzker said, no one's coming to take your guns. We're going to let you keep these. You've got other guns you can choose. It doesn't work that way, Pritzker, and you're getting ready to find that out. 
because Alan Gottlieb and the Second Amendment Foundation, which is comprised of us, ladies and gentlemen, please support us. SAF.org. It is the Second Amendment Foundation that relies on us to file these lawsuits on our behalf in whatever state you happen to reside. SAF.org. You heard it here on Armed American Radio's MonsterCast in the first hour from Alan. Just what it is we're up against. We'll win. Freedom will always prevail. But freedom is an uphill battle. And if you live in one of these blue states in particular, you are climbing up Hamburger Hill. And Mr. Gottlieb in the SAF is there with the heavy artillery and the big guns, pun intended, behind you fighting this fight on your behalf. SAF.org. Join us when we come back. AWR Hawkins is already in Las Vegas gearing up for the SHOT Show. We'll get an update from him right after this at six minutes after the hour. Don't go away. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 425- Four five four seventy twelve. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. 